0: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: This is How To Kill An Hour. I'm Marcus Bronzy. (laughs) Is he? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm Funk Butcher. There are many ways to kill some time out there, but right now you're killing some time with us.
2: Yes. You can listen to the show with any type of phone or computer you have at
1: howtokillanhour.com. Yes. And you can see the things that we talk about on the show. Where can we do that, Funk?
2: Howtokillanhour.com forward slash blog.
1: (laughs) Sorry. I had a bit of Pepsi Max. Jeez. Not getting paid for that advertisement. Hello, on the social media to Podcast Goals, Kelly Roche, Ryan Foland, Panoply, Tech Now, Drive Now UK, and PA Corsi.
2: Shout outs also to Little Miss Ent, Richard
1: Fenton, Jan Schneider, mm-hmm. Simon Sander, and Andy. Also, shout, shout out to the Shout Out Network who uh, are having us down at their Shout out Live, the yes. first ever. Podcast festival that they're putting together in the UK. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the full details we actually have at howtokillanhour.com, but I'll give you a, a, a little rundown now. It's called the Shout Out Live Festival, hashtag Soul Live Festival 17, at Bedford Way, Russell Square, London, on the 5th of August. That's a Saturday, 2017. And it's happening all day. If you want more information about that, go to solivefestival.com, and you can check the likes of us, How to Kill An Hour, The Friend Zone, another round mostly lit and loads of other great podcasts as well check it out man mm-hmm. so uh funk this show today we yeah. like to kick off a show by talking about something that we've killed some time with yeah in fact i'm, I'm gonna be honest this, this week of shows there's gonna be a lot of bits and bobs that have come into the studios yeah, that we yeah, killed yeah, some yeah, time yeah, yeah. with and in front of us we have got something called the avagant glyph mm-hmm. okay and the avagant glyph is a very interesting piece of technology it is it looks like a pair of if you look at it from from the offset it looks like a big pair of beats headphones doesn't yeah, it? it looks yeah. like a hefty pair of headphones mm-hmm. but it's also a projector yeah and it projects images directly onto your irises yeah. via the headband so if you're listening with earbuds you can't do this but if imagine you're listening with big ass headphones that go over the top of your head now did you ever like my best way of referring what these are like is that i used to watch star trek deep space nine yeah <laughs> and there was a character called la forge yeah. who was blinded in some sort of horrendous incident that they probably explained in like a side episode yeah but he always used to wear like this thing over his eyes that yeah. was connected to his ears so if you if, if you have big headphones on and you just push them over your face over your eyes yeah. he had a visor yeah. like that
2: if, if you're not really a trekkie out there he was the, the only black guy in the cast apart, he was apart from um the
1: klingon yeah, you could tell yeah. he was black as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely black. <laughs> he was definitely black. Um, LaForge's trim was all right, though, you know. LaForge had the fade. Yeah, he had the fade. but he That had, fade had to be futuristic. He had volume on the fade as well. He had volume at the top. And I never saw him getting a haircut. So maybe he had one of those futuristic barbers that just lined him up once. Yeah. And technology kept him lined up. Or maybe that's what he was wearing on his face. It was a bit of technology to keep his line-up lined up. So in terms of Star Trek, if, if you're not a Trekkie, there's only really two
2: kind of worlds of star trek that have any significance that's yeah. the one that william shatner was in yeah and the one patrick stewart was in yeah and all the rest like nobody yeah. really knows about or cares about
1: patrick stewart was cool yeah and then william shatner just fucked everything that's what it was <laughs> you green i'm fucking <laughs> you orange <laughs> i'm fucking so mm. basically once again this is
2: technology that has been seen <laughs> seen in popular culture yeah that's eventually been made
1: it's, it's the same thing with the, the motorola motor motor flip phone That came from Star Trek, didn't it? Of course, and iPads. Yeah, iPads. They used to land on. They used to tap us. Oh, sorry, Avanglum. We'll get back to this. Um, they used to land on a planet and they used to take out an iPad, type in, open an app. That's what they did. Probably send a couple of WhatsApps as well. (laughs) You know, when they're pretending to get readings from the surface. Oh, the surface is actually quite (laughs) humid. They've done that already within five minutes. They got an app for that. Yeah, just sending WhatsApps and emails. (laughs) Anyway, the the Avan, the is a pair of headphones which you can actually use as a projector onto your eyes. Mm-hmm. Now, it's got this patented retinal imaging technology which we could bang on about in terms of, of, of how it works. But let's just give you the actual uh, experience. So what's interesting about this is that it's not VR. Because no. we could have just called it that. Because VR funk, it. you put something on and you can't see the outside world. Yeah, yeah. With these, you're wearing a band which projects images onto your eyes. Mm-hmm. But... You can still see what's around you, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. You, I could pick up a drink and have a sip of it while I'm watching a film on mm-hmm. it, or, mm-hmm. or in terms of inputs, you can plug your laptop into it and work with it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we even found a way with an adapter to watch, you know, YouTube videos off an iPhone with yeah. it. It's kind of a nice little way of checking out stuff. Yeah, um, and there is a 3D mode on it as well. So if you c- can find 3D videos on the internet, yeah, you can press a button and 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 it gives you a nice 3D effect. In terms of in terms of sound, I think it was really good at masking out the outs- outside sound. The sound and is that, incredible. Yeah, because I noticed I was talking to Funk while he was wearing it, and and he I thought he was in, like ignoring me. But like, hmm, 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 hmm. Hmm. Um, visually, though, for me, it took a long time for me to set up though and yeah. get it straight. For me, like there's loads because it's projecting onto your eyeballs. All of our eyeballs sit on different places on our faces, yeah. so you need a different there's a range of different nose bands. Some people have got eyes, eyes like geckos <laughs> on the side of their head, so yeah. So. Some people are half deer, <laughs> half human, so they need to put them all the way to all the way wide. Some people are mm-hmm. like judge our Binks. Yeah, some people like judge Jar Jar our eyes are up here. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> the top of your head. So whatever kind of eyes you have got, yeah, yeah. it's there for. But you know, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. The three D effect was great for me. Mm-hmm. Um I think it sounded good. It, hold, it charges, its, you hold it, you give it a charge as well, so it holds yeah. its own charge. Uh-huh. And anything that outputs 720p, you can watch. I watched a bit of Sky TV. I had to change my Sky TV box though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've plugged it into my phone, plug it into my lappy. If I'm on it so fun, when you set it up, you had a little bit of trouble like calibrating it perfectly for yourself. Yeah, it?
2: I was not if like anatomically the, the, the dimensions of my face are, 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 are <laughs> conflicting with this product, but... Um, when I did kind of get the calibration right, I could see that the quality of the image was really nice, really sharp and and whatnot. So I can see that it has got definitely a lot of potential to kind of get that um, movie experience on the go. You just flip your your headband down yeah. and, and you're in the
1: cinema. Just yeah, I like that. You... One swift move. Flick of the, flick of the, look at the flick of the wrist. What? Yeah, one, one minute I'm listening to Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. The second moment I'm watching reruns of Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Incredible. Um, so it has got a lot of potential, yeah. but again, The only thing is,
2: is kind of bringing a certain level of uniformity when it does calibrate that everyone is able to kind of um, find settings which are suitable to their, their eyes and their face dimensions pretty quickly Mm. because for you was, you were doing it within like, I don't know, 20, 30 seconds and I was there for like um, good like five, 10 minutes. Yeah.
1: It's because I've done it a few times, so I'm good with it. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm fine with it. So that's, that's why I guess I've, I found it easy. But yeah, I think it's a good unit. Um, it's not VR, mm-hmm. but you can use it to watch 3D mm-hmm. stuff. So it's not like, don't think this is going to replace your like mm-hmm. need for a PS4 VR mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It isn't
2: marketed as VR, though, is it? Anyway, no, no, no. no okay, it's, so that's, it's, uh, it's
1: marketed specifically as, as as what it is. There's nothing really like it at Glyph. There's nothing really that I know that projects mm-hmm. that sort of image onto your onto your eyes. It's a, it's a good sort of, you know, the tech feels well made. Um, it's got a good weighty design. Yeah. Um, I don't know. After a little while, I suppose, on it, you gotta make sure you use the special nose things on it, cause you can there is uh like a stock bridge like cushion for it. <laughs> and I think that's a that's not really got enough padding, but you can whip another one out of the box that comes with it and use it. Okay. So that's the other Glyph. Check that all out at how to kill an forward slash blog. Next thing, Funk, mm-hmm. is uh we got sent this app called Sleepy Mouse. Sleepy Mouse. Sleepy Mouse is what we got sent. Um actually you know what, I like it because it, it it was quite it's quite nice. A guy called Dan just sent an email in mm-hmm. and said, "Hey guys, I saw you doing a few reviews for games and stuff. I wondered if you'd like to try out my app." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so shout out to um to Dan Norris from Sleepy Mouse. Sleepy Mouse is about a mouse that loves his cheese and doesn't want to wake up hungry. Uh, and the aim of the game mm-hmm. is to get the cheese to the mouse before they wake up. Okay. All right. The easiest way of me describing this is it's like a it's like top-down physics-based game. So imagine like pinball, but you've got to fire a ball of cheese at a mouse. Level one is you pull back, you let go of the cheese ball, and it kind of kind of like a um slingshot. You pull back, let go, and the cheese flies into the mouse's mouth mm-hmm. or into his bed. Because he likes to eat a bit of cheese in bed. And obviously as the levels get more and more progressive, you've got to like bounce the cheese off walls. Get it round corners. It looks a little bit like one of my other favourite games, which is Cut the cut the Rope. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, as you get further and further into the game, you know, you've got to bounce the cheese off other different walls, um, earn silver, gold, and bronze stars by completing each of the levels in certain different ways and with a certain amount of shots or with certain rebounds. And uh, I don't want to rug or anything like that, but, you know... <clears throat> I might be in the top 10 in the world <laughs> right now I might have completed all the levels of gold Uh see so yeah, that's Sleepy Mouse man uh, it's on Apple and Android did you get to play it fun because I did send it over to you no I didn't get a chance to play that one no I was um, kind
2: of playing um, the new Lego game oh, oh! Yeah.
1: Talk, talk to me about that bro so this new uh, Lego game yeah um, what's, 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 what's the name of it again Lego <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so it's it's just called Lego. It's just called Lego. That's what we call it. So them.
2: they're actually just swamping the I think it's testament to the, the ingenuity of Lego at the moment. They are yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. They're at yeah. the cinemas, they're on the your PlayStations, in yeah. the consoles. It's not really, it's
1: called Lego Worlds. I'm only missing, yeah. yeah. yeah Lego Worlds, yeah.
2: Yeah. But even then that title um doesn't describe what has actually happened with this one. This one kind of harks to the the eighties um cop um films in terms of his, his dialogue and his narrative. You got mm-hmm. you play this this character called Chase McCain. And, and it's what's funny about Lego is that, obviously, it's initially supposed to be something marketed for children, but yes. jokes in it are so um, of our generation and for the adults that you, you sometimes you wonder, are these, are these going to go over the, the children's heads? So, obviously, over here in the UK, we had Half Term, and I was sitting home with my eldest son, we was playing it, and some of the jokes, he was literally playing the game, but some of the jokes he obviously wasn't getting because he hasn't got the, the plethora of knowledge of films like uh, Tango and Cash and um, Lethal Weapon. So and, they pay
1: homage to stuff like that in the game? Yeah,
2: slightly. With the whole kind of the angry uh, police commissioner and you're this this detective that's been pushed out of the city, but you're the only hope for the city. So you're called back in to, to capture this criminal that you've caught before. So you have this... This history with this 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 felon okay. that you need to that you need to bring to justice. So it kind of like takes so many cliches from that genre of um uh, of of cop of eighties cop um, drama. But it's, it's it's.
0: Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: It's a lot of fun, uh, I would say, and it's, it's nice to see the um, Lego once again Bridging the generations of young and old. What's the gameplay like in the, the game? The gameplay um, for someone that's obviously never played a Lego title because they might feel like it's maybe too young for them, bit too juvenile. Um, it it was it's like the most family friendly GTA game that you could possibly make. Like literally, um, it's wide open landscape, so you've got your own actual Lego city that you can kind of venture around. And um, you can collect little gems. And what's funny is that they actually input the the Lego themes, so you can actually build stuff mm. from scratch or destroy stuff and rebuild it. And you can actually see the Lego parts being built. But literally everything in the game is kind of like CGI Lego pieces, even the cars. And yeah, it's just, it's just the, 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 the part of um, the game that really leaps out to you is the actual personalities in the characters. They're taking a lot of time, a lot of effort. Into bringing these personalities to life with the
1: dialogue, so
2: I'd give it um, I give it a seven out of ten.
1: Really? Yeah. So you'd say fun? You'd say that the lack of because let's be honest, it's not going to be the most graphically advanced game. This no, is it a, isn't, but it's not supposed to. I yeah. mean, it,
2: I think it's targeted the fun aspect. So the gameplay um, for the kind of the, the age group is trying to attract is spot on, and mm-hmm. then obviously they've put in something else in there in terms of the characters, and the personalities, because they know that parents will probably be alongside. Watching the children playing it and the, the kind of jokes that they put in there, okay. which is similar to a lot of the, the kids' cartoons these yeah, days where
1: yeah. the jokes are kind of um, double headed. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I think that's part, part of winning over a kid is also winning over their parents exactly. as well because they'll want to go and get the next game or watch the next film. Like Shrek, they yeah. were a great bunch of films with adult jokes and yeah. kids' jokes in them as well. you got to win over the parents. They're the ones with the credit cards. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> so Lego Worlds, a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Um, can you play it with someone else at the same time or is it a game that you have to play one player? I only played the one player feature, okay. um, but uh,
2: yeah, so I'm not too sure on All that.
1: All right, cool. I just didn't know you played it. Uh, alongside someone else not Um so yeah, man, Lego Worlds, again, check that out at how I'm curious to see the sort of brick by brick editor thing where you can make anything. That sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah. Lego, you know what? Lego really stood the test of time, you know. Yeah, it has. They other other people that make toys should really learn from Lego. Mm-hmm. Like Lego were something that you could oh, if someone said to me Lego game fifteen years ago, I'd be yeah. like, Yeah, how are you gonna make a Lego game? But now I wouldn't be surprised if Lego games are outselling Lego itself.
2: Well, we're kind of reviewing a Lego product, like at least every three months on how to. Yeah, grow. Lego That's, everywhere. Yeah,
1: Lego, <laughs> Lego. Um, so Funk, You know, Apple is just like a monster. Mm-hmm. Monster. More money than the U.S. government, if mm-hmm. I'm right. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. heard that a few times. Yep. Another story about Apple circling the internet about their their money, and about how they're using it. Apparently. They're weighing up the options of buying Disney. Who Disney have bought Star Star Wars? That's mm-hmm. Disney through four bill mm-hmm. at Star Wars. They mm-hmm. bought Star Wars for mm-hmm. four bill. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of money do you think Apple uh, potentially throw in around if they're talking about buying Disney?
2: Like a, a rough figure? Yeah, pull a figure out. I think it's... It, they could probably do it with fifty, but something tells me they're going to go into the hundreds.
1: Two hundred billion. I knew it. Two hundred billion. Apparently, this is all very apparently-ish because yeah. you know you only find about this sort of stuff when it happens. Yeah. Is recently investors have uh, increased their expectations that Apple could seriously consider acquiring Disney. Is yeah. what the reports are saying. Now, Disney is a massive company. Yeah. Apple is a massive company. How, if Apple is it not getting to a stage now? We need a monopoly commission to kind of stop Apple from owning so much. Media output are they not stepping on toes? Well, I'm. Um, I mean, over at Atikin and now, we always kind of
2: have a a trend of of uh, sowing right. sowing a seed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe they're well, waiting for us to see what we say. Yeah, yeah. sowing a seed which later comes to fruition. I remember we had a talk on Apple venturing into the TV industry, and I said, I think, I think I said yeah. w- that the only way Apple can reclaim its position because Netflix and um, Disney with Marvel and the Lucas films yeah. and and Pixar is it as well? Mm-hmm. They've got that monopoly over the film industry. That's their main competitor. Yeah. The only way they kind of reclaim that ground is if they take them out and look what's happened now. So mm. they're well aware that when it comes to summer at the box office, even now, the if you look at the views on some of the uh, the the recent trailers coming out this year, so we've got four we've got um Guardians of the Galaxy we've got the the new return of the Jedi trailer which came out last week all under disney they and the only thing that's really competing with them on the kind of um perspective level is um Justice League
1: yeah and is that really going to do the same so- i don't think it's going to do not it it's like not it? going to do similar it's not going to do numbers. so yeah.
2: apple are they they obviously got their ear to the ground um which has obviously made them like a leading company and they're seeing that the only way to kind of um, get a foothold in that market is just by absolving the, <laughs> these competitors that are in the way so you for it then you're cool with it then um, no because like I said before I'm not a big <laughs> fan of mono- <laughs> monopolies but I could see this happening yeah this is yeah. always going to happen it's, it's it's too it's too long a road for Apple to develop the kind of catalog the kind of business that
1: companies like Marvel and Disney have been doing their whole entire career. Yeah, let's just buy it in it. Let's let's not try and develop another iPhone because we're fucking good at making yeah, the iPhone. Yeah. Let's not try and create another app store because that's no, great. Yeah. We've got 200 bills sitting in the bank. Yeah. Let's buy some let's buy, let's buy a studio. Yeah. Let's become yeah. the biggest media out, output in the world. Mm. Wow. With all that tech as well. So does that mean we could be seeing Is this feasible then, Funk? Or how feasible is this, shall I say? A film produced and developed by Apple. Mm -hmm. Exclusive access Mm -hmm. via, it's not going to be iMovies, that's a program, Apple Movies. Mm -hmm. And cinema quality content Mm -hmm. coming straight to you on your Apple subscription, not bypassing cinema. Cinema is not even necessary. Yeah, Do you reckon that's the sort of thing that we're looking at? That's where we're going. Going to war with Netflix.
2: Yeah. I think we're even going to go one step further because um, I don't know if you saw over the, the kind of the marketing campaign for the last Avengers film. What they did is that they, Microsoft had a big marketing campaign where they were showcasing that the the CGI imagery, the computers used to make them were PCs. Yeah. So I can see Apple trying to kind of reclaim that ground also. That, that consumer confidence by pushing their technology into not only um, developing and making these um, uh, pictures, but also at the back end, servicing them through their
1: Yeah. So they get a whole 360. So weighty. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Well, we can only see how that goes. I mean, we've made our our, our full prediction. Actually, do you think they'll get it? Do you think they'll acquire it, Apple? I can't see why not. The only thing I could see...
2: uh, disney like stalling on is what is in it for them they're already a market leader mm. like unless disney actually want to kind of venture into the more tech side of things there has to be something else on a hardware perspective that we can't see that disney wants to kind of venture in but yeah. in terms of the movie side of things the entertainment side of things cinema there's no one really competing with disney mm. every year i mean they're just their marvel roster
1: alone i think goes up to 2021 that's crazy that's crazy i feel i feel a little bit sad just quick digression that that we might not be seeing huge Jackman, man yeah as wolverine again i yeah. can't see anyone else being him yeah i just wanted to throw that out there brother just <laughs> someone said to me the other day like what's what's gonna happen to to wolverine now
2: well huge Jackman as apparently he's going to be in the the hot seat to um find his successor and he's been trying to over the past couple of um, um, months trying to twist the arm of Tom Hardy. And if nah. you go and if you go online and you see some um, um, uh, designers' impressions of what Tom Hardy would look like as Wolverine, he does look
1: very convincing. I reckon they should do this. Yeah, they should just get. Wow, the artist's impressions are quite good. Exactly. Yeah, just Google <laughs> Google Hugh Jackman suggests Tom Hardy. Wow, I reckon. Instead of that, they should have instead of instead of Hardy, they should just CGI huge Jackman's <laughs> huge Jackman, huge Jackman's face onto onto a muscly guy every time, <laughs> like they did with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the last few Terminator. But films.
2: the thing is, though, it, like you know me, I'm a comic head, and we're kind of go, going off the tangent here. Yeah. But Wolverine, not a lot of people know this, yeah. Wolverine is supposed to be five foot one. Hugh Jackman is already way too tall. He's not even like the, the right character. So a lot of comic heads, we were actually peed off with Hugh Jackman's Because he was too tall. Because he was too tall in comparison Come to... Come on. That was the whole point of Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine yeah. was supposed to have short man syndrome. Okay. He, that's why he was supposed to be angry. The berserk rage is because, like, he was like Na- Napoleon Bonaparte. Famously okay. a very short, short height, short-tempered um, um, uh, uh, practitioner of war. Okay. And this is what Logan was supposed to represent. Kind of like this, this ball of, of, of ferocious energy. So... Already, we're not kind of adhering to the. Um, is the, the Tom s- Hardy short enough? Then, Tom Hardy is actually,
1: he's not um, incredibly tall, but. Um, One point seven five meters. Yeah, he's about five nine, five eight. Is that is that tall? Is that too tall for a Wolverine for you?
2: Well, the thing is, he is. When you saw him
1: in Bane, they they use certain camera angles to make him look high heels. They gave him <laughs> high heels. <laughs> He had some <laughs> stilettos on. So if they were to pan down, everyone would have gone like... yeah. He was like Prince. He was like... <laughs> Prince, when, when Prince
2: um, played um, Charlie Murphy, rest in peace, okay. in the basketball game. He, right. Apparently,
1: when you watch a story of him and Mickey Free, he was wearing six-inch heels. Wow. Yeah. So they Tom cruise them. him. Yeah. Right, anyway. I, I'm Hardy for Wolverine. No, I reckon just keep using Hugh Jackman's face, yeah. man. Anyway, that's that episode of How to Kill an Hour. Uh, check out the Avogon Glyph, Sleepy Mouse game, Lego Worlds, and the uh, article about Apple Band Disney at howtokillanhour.com forward slash blog. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us.
2: Peace.
0: Hey, folks. I'm Mark Maron from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues